0: Find a portal through the chaos. Can we find the clarity needed to just be? Can we find the groove, the rhythm to ride, the momentary bliss, the essential point of focus? Welcome back to the Ravine Explorations in a Tonal Fish. This is episode eleven. I'm Brian Brinkman, your humble host, your co pilot, your comrade in this journey through the hazy and mysterious terrain of fish at their most experimental, in their deepest of communicative insights, and in their most cosmic of journeys. Welcome to the second of three dives into the ravine in May 2021. It was just about a year ago on a Friday night in the early stages of the pandemic that I conceived of the Ravine. I'd like to thank each and every one of you who has joined the ride since then. We kicked off tonight's show with a single complete segment, the jam off Haley's Comet from Barcelona on July 10th, 1998. In their second of three straight summer European jaunts, the band settled into a seedy groove before finding the riff for first tube some 10 months early, and then pushing deeper on into interstellar jamming. More from across the pond a bit later. But first, we're going to revive a segment first heard in episode 7, tracking fish through their four decades of music. We're going to hear a single segment from a year in each decade, coursing the band through their evolutionary development gaining further insight into the paths they took as they push forward in their ongoing journey. Thanks for tuning in. This is The Music and life are inseparable. Music is part of our physical and intellectual formation. Music moves. it can't do anything else. The same goes for us. Everything has a tone and a pitch, and rhythms, or pulses at least, surround us. We build an autobiography and a self-image with music, and we know even as we're building them, that they're going to change. Most human beings impose their wills on the world, partly with and through music. Even if they are not musicians, the way they hear, you can call it taste if you want, is in how they move and work and dress and love. Every Song Ever, Ben Ratliff, page 9. Groove and style and creativity are built upon each other. I like to describe Fish's career as an overly ambitious art project with no bottom. We hear the band today in much the same way we heard the band nearly 40 years ago, as eager young men crafting art far beyond their abilities, breaking down barriers set by others, all while connecting around linear communication and constantly building upon the foundation they set. No matter the style, no matter the tour, no matter the year, the band congealed and shifted, all while being rooted in a world beset by rules, and all the while working to break them down. Charting the path through Fisher's career, one decade at a time, we hear the band shift and evolve, all while remaining true to the original goals they set. From Slade Hall, on November 3rd, 1984, we heard the jam off Can't You Hear Me Knockin'. A song often teased by Fish during their 1997 to 1998 groove-centric period. We hear that band playing for no one, as though everything were on the line. Ten years on, it was Weekapaw Groove from December 6th, 1994, at the UCSB Event Center in Santa Barbara, California. In the waning days of one of their most productive years ever, Wikipog condenses the experimentations of the previous 12 months into a compact jam while pointing the direction towards 1995. Jumping forward once again, we landed at the final two-set show of 2.0, and at the time, many believed of their entire career for a heady and sprawling take, On Sense and Subtle Sounds from Camden, New Jersey on the 12th of August, 2004. I vividly recall hearing this jam on the bunny in a rain-soaked traffic jam on the back roads of Vermont and thinking it sounded like the end of something. Finally, we heard the midsection of the Randalls Chalk Dust from July thirteenth, 2014. The most accomplished jam of summer 2014, it's here we ask ourselves, what if? What if the band had dedicated the final two weeks of the tour to this style of jamming versus gimmicks and segues? What if? We'll never truly know. Though I've often thought that the beauty of this jam was how it simultaneously tied Fish back to their experimentations of 2.0 while resetting the foundation towards their 2015-2018 to 2018 peak moments. For our last segment, we're going to turn to the Halcyon Year of 1997 for two selections that show the vast experimentations of the year and the perfection achieved. From our safe rants on July 10th, 1997, we hear bathtub gin. And perhaps the weirdest show the band has ever played, we hear them poke and prod with the sounds in their heads, pushing themselves in front of an unfamiliar crowd as they began the shift towards their fully realized sound in the latter half of the year. And speaking of, we'll hear Tweezer from December 6, 1997, at the Palace in Auburn Hills, Michigan. One of the greatest jams the band has ever played. It's a fitting conclusion to an episode which has focused so much on the time tracking fish through their evolutionary steps. I want to thank you once again for keeping your dial set on the ravine. This was episode 11. My name is Brian Brinkman, and I hope you've enjoyed yourself. See you on tour. Till next time.